We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Hi guys, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. I've got a really fun guest this week. We're gonna chit chat. We're gonna play five quick questions. We're gonna do a rad lev and then everybody's gonna go home happy. Thank you so much for, for listening or watching, however you're tuning in. Uh, this, is, this is gonna be a really exciting week. Um, oh, I got a mammogram this week. Just wanna put that out there. I did it being responsible. I'm over 40. That's what you do. It helps prevent uh, breast cancer to catch it early. So I went, I got my mammogram. I'm just saying, if you haven't, do it. Uh, I'm not saying it's fun. It is not. It is very uncomfortable. I felt like a human s'more and the machine was like graham crackers and my boobs were the marshmallows. Are you getting the getting the image? It was like getting my boobs rolled up in a car window multiple times um, by someone that I was paying to do it. But anyway, it was worth doing. So uh, I just want to let you know, I got a mammogram this week. So enough about my mammogram. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. Please take a second to like, follow, and subscribe. Um, however you're watching or listening, there's going to be a button somewhere around the screen that says like, follow, or subscribe. Push that button, see what happens. You could get a mammogram. Nope, probably not. My name is Kristen. I'm the host of this crazy mess. Please find me through my website, kristenkey.com. Uh, I am a stand-up comedian. It, it shows all my tour dates coming up uh, where you can find me. Follow me on all my social media. I put up a lot of stand-up clips and, and funny videos. It's fun. And just say hello from time to time. Uh, also, uh, support this show and all my shows through my Patreon. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff on there. Behind-the-scenes footage. We play some fun games. It's a really fun community. And I'm on Cameo. So if you want to give the unique gift of me, well, then get a Cameo. And I'll, I'll write a song for whoever whoever you want the Cameo for. Now, my guest today is a very dear friend of mine. I've known her for years. She's been such an inspiration to me in stand-up comedy. She's a stand-up. She's been a talk show host. She's been an actress. She's a wife. She's a mom. And she's fantastic. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Debbie Gutierrez. Playing interview with Debbie Gutierrez. Okay, Debbie, I'm so glad you agreed to do this show again. Of course I did. I love your background. I did this for you because I know at some point today we're going to talk about spooky things. <laughs> oh my God, Kristen, we usually start October 1st with decorations and movies. Like, okay. yeah, we bumped it up because just this year has just been like a shit fest. So we're like, it just felt easier and safer to be with our monsters. Is that okay? I was going to ask you because some people would do like Christmas, Christmas all year. Let's just be bright and happy. You're like, nah. No, witches, oh my God. Love monsters, witches, gore, blood. Oh my gosh. I started my morning with Handmaid's Tale and coffee today. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So huge Stephen King fan, just the spookier, the better. So it's Halloween at my house early. Travis, my husband would say it's Halloween year long. <laughs> he sees pictures of haunted houses. He goes, dude, I live there. Wow. Like, let's just sit here and let's get into the spooky because the bad guy is the bad guy and you see him and usually he, you know, he gets brought down. There's always a, you know, Oh, a you state. think about that, but usually Halloween, yeah, there's a bad guy and there's usually a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 I can't wait. I just wanna congratulate and thank you. Um, I was privileged to get to read a first draft version of your TED talk that's coming up soon. Thank you, thank you for your help. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm just, um, I'm impressed, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours, but especially because the work that you're doing for the trans community and this TED Talk, I think really encompasses a part of that journey that everybody can relate to, whether you're a trans person, the parent of a trans kid, or you just live in a world with trans people, which right. is all of us. This right. is something that um, 
you, you speak from the heart, you have a lot of good information, you make it very, you do make it entertaining. So will you, will you tell me kind of the process that led to you, uh, a stand-up comedian, doing a TED Talk uh, about uh, your experience with the trans community? The TED Talk people came looking for me. Okay. Um, they had seen my HBO special. Now, the thing that happened at the HBO special is I had written jokes about, once I got over some of my anger and some of my shame, I hate to say shame, but, and got some therapy, there were a lot of things that I had to fix about me before my comedy could be funny again. Otherwise, I just look like this angry, frustrated mom. And I never want to punch down in comedy. No comic wants to punch down. And with transgender people, we have big name comedians. Um, who are making fun of them. And, and that was never gonna happen in my act. So I went to HBO, this big comedy festival, and they said, just have fun. Uh, we're not taping the set, have a good time. And then the host was Carmen Carrera, who is a famous transgender male to female model. And I was like, Kristen, I'm like, oh my God, should I be doing my act? Should I be doing them and telling these jokes? You know? And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. What do I care? They're not taping this. So I do it, it hits. And a big part of it was just announcing, I have a transgender daughter. That makes me a trans parent. And I took this little bow and just the, the applause just came over me. I'm like, okay, they're not canceling me. They don't hate me. They don't think I'm a terrible mother. They don't hate my daughter. You know, it just in that one moment of just applause and it's like, oh. And, you know, as a comic, that's how we know if we're hitting the nail on the head. And so they were supporting me and I was able to do the set. So then HBO calls after the pandemic hit, uh, like a year into it and they go, hey, you feel like selling your special? <laughs> so yeah, so it was out there and then the TEDx people found me and they wanna elevate comedians in TED Talk. Right now, if you go to look at a TED talk of a comedian, usually it's like, and that's why laughter heals. And they do their corporate set or their church set. And it's just jokes. Sure. And they wanted me to stick with the true TED talk of it's an idea. It's an idea. And I taught speech for five years as a high school teacher. And I had never heard of a speech that is an idea, a concept. And so it's not informative or motivational or educational. I know how to do that. And I know how to be funny, but this is an idea. What is your idea? And so my idea was after a lot, a lot of thinking and writing about my transition, she made this announcement that she is transgender. And then I was the one that had the um, identity crisis because as a mom, you question everything when your kid does something, everything, you know, was I too hard? Was I too soft? Was it the culottes? What did I do? <laughs> what culottes. You, was it the culottes? <laughs> um, but you know, you question everything. And so that's where I was. I was alone and I kept the kids at the same age on stage. They never aged during that time. I was like Marge Simpson, like the, Bart and Lisa and Maggie never grew up. <laughs> you yeah. know, and they were all three adult women and I still have them as, as children. And here I'm getting grayer and older and they're like, man, she had those kids late in life. <laughs> um, those eggs are hard boiled. And, um, and so it, it, my first big laugh I remember 
And my act, a lot of it is just, you know what happened today? Right. Do you know what they said to me today? Um, and so it was right off, you know, what we were doing at home. So my first big laugh was when my youngest daughter decided I should know more about the LBGTQ and terminology. And she said that way well, you can navigate through that world and take some of the mystery out of it. And at this point I thought, all she knows is high school musical. What does she know? You know, she was young. She was like a junior in high school. So she goes, let's start at the beginning. Uh, you're cisgender. I'm like, I don't think I'm that. And she goes, no. <laughs> You're cisgender, trust me, calm down. All it means is female born into a female's body. You identify, you don't have a situation with it or a problem. Same with daddy. I'm like, let's not tell daddy. <laughs> Daddy's going through a lot. <laughs> you know, and, and what I didn't realize too, as a father, he went from having two daughters and a son to three daughters and a daughter who could find herself in situations where you worry. I mean, you worry about all your kids, but you know, now this presented a whole lot of other worries. So he was going through some stuff. So then she goes, now um, the, my daughter who's transgender, she said, she's transgender. That means she is a she born into a boy's body. And now she needs corrective surgery. She doesn't identify as, as a boy. She identifies as a girl. She identifies as a, as a woman. That's transgender. I'm like, okay, I got it done. Can I get out here? No, 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 no. There's more. I'm like, she started going on with like um, gender neutral, gender fluid, um, and I go, wait, wait. Do any of those people live in our house? And she goes, no. <laughs> I go, are any of those our friends? And she goes, I don't think so. I'm like, let's just stick with what we know. Right here. <laughs> So it's like with the computer, you can't give me too many instructions because, I'm, you know, no shortcuts. Now I'm, now I don't know how to copy and paste. Right. So then she goes, uh, she goes, okay, let's go on to sexuality. And she goes, so, you know, how I'm pansexual. I'm like, what? And she goes, remember I told you? And I go, nope. <laughs> because as a mom, you know, I listen to things like um, drugs. We have a warrant there's a fire and sex, sex is going to like, bing, 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 right, bing, bing. Right. And so she goes, it just, and most of this conversation was calm down. <laughs> God, so easy. <laughs> so, um, and, and I guess it is, but you know, that's a good attitude to have though. Like calm yeah. down. Nothing's really changed. We're yeah. just relabeling some packages. Right. Yeah. Right. You think I would know that being Latina. <laughs> we have been everything. <laughs> We've been everything. We have gone from Mexican to Chicana to Mexican American to Latinx. Latina. And Latinx just means all of us together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Latinx is complicated. Yeah. It's a, it's a grammar thing. It just means if there's a group of people that are men and women in the same room that are Latino and Latina, instead of saying Latinos, which is the masculine, you say Latin X, which means. Oh, include. I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo. Yeah. And so it's the masculine feminine. It's like, that is a girl spoon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, know? right. I don't even know if spoon's masculine or feminine yet. I got to learn that. Why would That's I not... assume a spoon would be feminine? The shape? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I always remember that from guitarra. 
Oh, the yeah. lady. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, so then she, you know, so then she started with her long rainbow list. It was like, you know, there's pansexual, there's transsexual, there's bisexual, there's um, uh, uh, sexual or wait, there's, there's, there's so many. As a lesbian, like I would fail this test. I, I know yeah. a few, but like you said, are any living in my home? Okay, right. I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn this in chunks as it presents itself and maybe that makes me a bad gay but i'm i'm trying to absorb as right. much as i can yeah right a lot and and, and most of the people there's no hetero and and homosexual we know those two you know and, and so they pray the, for one right <laughs> <laughs> there's those of us that pray for those that shut the hell up about it. um so i mean come on eileen boozler used to have the best joke about Catholics and like no weird sex kiss my ring <laughs> so true and all the homos I know are like old and married and the most vanilla you would ever meet it's like right. it's the hetero people are like doing these weird sex parties and stuff we're like we just watch Netflix and literally just chill right yeah right it's Free crazy garden. isn't it yeah. mm -hmm. crazy she got to asexual I'm like hmm, what's that and she goes, that's somebody who doesn't want sex at all. I go, oh my God, that's me. And she <laughs> found myself. Yeah, I'm like, I have an identity. And she goes, mommy, you're just tired. <laughs> and so. Where do you I draw remember, that line? Yeah. Uh, I remember it as clear as day because we both started laughing so hard. We laughed until we cried. And that was my first big laugh. And I'm like, this is what comedy feels like to me sharing a story and people laugh and and they relate to it and there's no judgment there and it was just this this moment that stood still and then i went to my mom when i had to tell my mom about my daughter being transgender she was like that she goes hmm. i don't mind the transgender people i like the transgender people i just don't like that kardashian one <laughs> like mommy nobody likes it nobody, she's yeah. just a mm -hmm. rich white broad that drives badly you know and that was another laugh that was another whew, there you go you know and then uh the whole culottes thing came from my pastor's wife at the time she goes could it have been the culottes I'm like wait what <laughs> and then i realized she was kidding with me and i'm like oh and so there was these just real genuine moments of laughing about the situation, you know, or all of us with all of these hormones, like trying to match hormone for hormone, you know, I'm premenstrual, I'm menopausal, you want to go to, you know, to the math on this, I got you beat hormone for hormone. And then we have another person in the house who's getting even more hormones, you know, and the conversation in our house was like, you know, um, um, I'm hungry, I'm bloated, I, I want some love, hug me, I hate you, get away from me, it's hot in here, where's daddy? Daddy went to buy a motorcycle. I mean, <laughs> we're all dealing with this in our own ways. There's this big hurricane of, of, of um, can you remember now, hormones. Yeah, hormones. Hormones. I started taking those real life moments on stage and the audience was laughing, not at me, not, but not with me, but the, just at my experience, like, oh my gosh, you know? And then I started getting people coming up to me after the show talking about how they 
have a kid who didn't go according to plan, their plan, the parents' plan. Sure. Whether, you know, it could have been something as severe as addiction, um, um, runaways, non-communicative, weird hair, whatever it was. And they knew they weren't alone. You know, it's like, look, nobody's judging you. And I think they needed to see and hear that where I was just this mom navigating and telling my story. What I like about the way that it's you're, you're allowed to have a, a reaction or a pause, or you're allowed to, to deal with this information and to take some time with it. Because I think uh, a lot of times, you know, people just assume you've, you've been given this giant piece of information go to instant acceptance and that's yeah. all, that's all you can do. And if not, you're, you're, you're handling this wrong. And in reality, it takes time right. to come to that acceptance and to go through, you know, grief and acceptance and anger and all kinds of different things. I, I love that you are, are, are discussing that it is okay to take some time and have a reaction, you know, right. And, and, and to seek therapy, to have healthy reactions and to let this be a journey for you, let this be a journey for you as well as your and daughter. You know, Christian, that is so important. And I'm so glad that you see that because the transgender person in your life needs to know that too. Give me a minute, Yeah. give mommy a minute. You know, this is new to me too. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means I need to process this. So if I don't get your name, if you've changed it 14 times, look, even before you came out, I mixed up your names. All of them have names. <laughs> Call to know, the dog's name. Call <laughs> the dog's name. Combination. <laughs> new name. You know, how about this? If I'm looking at you, guess what? It's fucking you. Yeah. So, you know, and so go move your car. Go call your grandma. <laughs> Whatever it is. You know who I'm talking to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not personal. So, right. When yeah. I came out, I wanted my parents to go to instant acceptance. You know, and I was young and I was, uh, you know, I wasn't, I don't know. We did the best we could though, because it took them, it took them a long time, but we did never stopped being family. Right. Very you know? important. Yeah. And did you accept yourself when you first? No, really? no, so, so I was, I didn't get comfortable in my own skin until real close to 40 and I'm 41 now. Oh, so if you want to talk about who knows why or whatnot, but, but just going back and forth from, I need to be more feminine or I'm real gay. So maybe I should be more masculine or is it okay to be, is it okay to be gay? Took me all the way to 35. I finally fully came out at 35. And then it was, what kind of gay am I? What kind of gay woman does this look like? You know, what woman am I? And it's just, it's a, a lifelong process that I'm so glad that I, I, you know, I didn't, lose my family and they didn't lose me you know there have been some times when we spent less time together but um i don't know i just uh giving time and realizing it and, and giving each other the benefit of the doubt that i i think they were doing the best that they could and i was doing the best that i could and right. sometimes it didn't look good right right i was still our best but yeah and you have to accept and live in those moments and let them just be you have yeah. to just let those moments be you can't rush through anything no nope. which at the beginning of my story that I told you, I was trying to rush through and make it funny so that we can all laugh and now it's over. And there's a process. And I think transgender people from the people that I've spoken to, they have a very difficult time accepting it and understanding it themselves. 
And um, you spoke as a gay person saying that it took you a while. So why would you expect parents, siblings, friends to just understand and accept and let's go on? It takes it off of me. If you just accept me for who I am, maybe, oh. you'll, find, maybe you'll find me and tell me who I am because that's what I'm looking for. Oh. I need to know who I am and I don't know. But if you do, that'll fix this real quick. And then when you don't, now I have someone to be mad at. You don't accept me. Well, fuck you. Well, it's because yeah. I don't accept me, you know? And then so it, it is, it's very human to do it, but it's, it's asking the right questions, but to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. I can, you can't, you, my mom cannot tell me what woman I am. And I asked her for years, just tell me what woman I am. And she would tell me over and over again, maybe this one, maybe that one. I'd be like, you don't know me at all. You know, <laughs> and it's because I didn't, I had to find who I am. I'm not Jay Jill or Talbot's, you know, I'm not all these the women that my mom tried to, to, to ask me if I was, and I would get mad at her. No, I don't like the color coral and I'm not going to wear floral print, you know, but she's just trying, maybe try this on, maybe try that on. Yeah. I had to find this woman and now I show it to her say, this is who mm -hmm. I am. And she doesn't try to put me in florals anymore <laughs> because now she knows who I am. Cause I told her, right. But she couldn't tell me. Yeah. Right. Wow. That was really insightful. Oh, I feel like, like, I feel like I'm sweating. <laughs> I have a mammogram later, so I'm not supposed to wear deodorant. <laughs> oh, what a day. What a day. <laughs> wow. That was really, really insightful because we experienced that a lot. Then we were the bad guy. Yeah, sure. You know, because we didn't come along and accept right away or we didn't accept a certain way or, but it's this very tiny little hole that I've got to find and squeeze myself through. And I kept trying and trying and trying and trying. And there was no grace for trying, only landing the stick. And so, or sticking the landing. And um, either way, landing like the stick. <laughs> but, you know, and then there was somebody to blame and there was somebody to be in that narrative of, well, you know, my parents, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so that was very insightful. Yeah. I wish I had known that, you know, at the beginning. I think this is what's so important about what you're doing. And, and to anybody listening or watching, uh, when, when the TED Talk lands, um, please listen to it, watch it, uh, because whether you're in a trans family, have a trans family member, or just live in this world, because the trans community is, to some of us, foreign, and we're learning. Mm -hmm. um, I think your, your TED talk is so important to just like, um, it helps you think of it lightly, you know, instead of this is a big deal. It's, this is, it's not, it's not a big deal, right? but I, I do want to hear, you know, how to navigate this in a, right. in a kind and loving way. So I, I'm really excited yeah. to, to see your TED talk. I'm four. Five quick questions. Oh my God. Okay. I got to ask you five quick questions because that's how this show works. These are five yes. quick questions. These are not trivia questions. They have not nothing trivia. to do with your topic. No, these no. are just five questions that I want to know about you. Question number one, you were offered three times as much as you've ever been paid to perform at a nudist resort naked. Do you do it? No. Oh, okay. Why not? Because I would be nude. <laughs> Okay, I ask every comic that I've had such bizarre answers. No one has just flat out said, mm -mm, because I'm nude. Nude, yeah. And it would okay. take all my angst away about what to wear. Do you wear shoes? Can you wear jewelry? I think you can accessorize. I've, I've allowed that. You can accessorize, yeah. Still no. Okay, I would do it. I think I would do it. My <gasps> well, wife would be so mad body. at me. I would do it. Well, and my, my issue is always just... like, we're all naked. So we all have the exact same situation to talk about. And I, as a comic, I love moments where we're all going through the same thing at the same time, because now 
we have a shared experience, but also I would have to be naked and I have some moles on my back. Anyway, question number two. Question number and you have three. your guitar. I do have my guitar. It would come. <laughs> Think about that. It would cover all the, the unexciting or the exciting bits. Um, oh, okay. This one has to do with your, your, your spookies, your love of spooky stuff. Question number two. You have one spell in your spell book that works. What magic do you want to do? The ability to change minds. To get into somebody's mind and change it. Ooh, would you use it for good or evil? Uh, I would use it for good. And you think, I know, you know who I'm thinking of right now. I do. I know. I can picture them. They're a little bug in yeah. my mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe if we think really hard enough, it'll. Uh... Just that whole group. Okay. Okay. That whole weird group. Change their minds. Okay. I like your spell book. It's very political. Yeah. Yeah. And while I'm at it, I'd make them like some kind of weird like food that isn't available year round just to do it. <laughs> Question, really number... Want the McRib. <laughs> Question, McRib. Question number three. There was this episode of a TV show, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where the characters turned into their Halloween costumes. This happens to you from last year's costume. What are you? Rita Kahlo. <gasps> You're amazing. What a great costume to turn into. Yeah. And this little boy came to the door. He goes, we just studied you. <laughs> That's the same thing people say to me at nudist uh, shows. <laughs> okay. Question number four. I'm blowing through these because we've chit chatted for so long. Number four. I'm so no, I love it. And I want to have you on more. Uh, question number four. You're kidnapped and entered into a hot dog eating contest yeah. for your life. How many hot dogs could you eat? Uh, I could eat one without going into a diabetic coma. <laughs> so you're going to die either way. Right. This is the worst hot dog eating contest ever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is the lowest answer we've ever had to this question. One. One. Okay. And, and I would enjoy it. Okay. And you would, would or wouldn't? I would enjoy it. Okay. Okay. If I'm going to die. Do you ever just look at what people ordered on their last meal when they go to... Um, death row oh no i haven't seen a lot of that oh my gosh i love looking at those mcdonald's is way up there in kfc interesting oh diet coke too like really okay <laughs> <laughs> go for the sugar go in a coma i'll have a crystal light please and a salad really want to go out looking my best okay Kissing on the side question five sorry these got weird you're kidnapped Again. Yeah. And entered into a karaoke contest yes. with your life on the line. What song do you sing to win? Um, 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 Joe Tex, I gotcha. Uh huh, huh. Thought I didn't see you now, did you? <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Give me what you promised me. Give it here. Come on. I think it's a rape song. I'm not sure. Oh, no. But like in the 60s, it was great <laughs> funk, right? Wow, I think you're yeah. gonna win and I think yeah. you're gonna live, but yeah. you already died eating that hot dog, so. Yeah. Womp womp. All right. And now it's time for Rad Libs. Debbie Gutierrez, I have written uh, a Rad Lib. I've, I've written a story. I've left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're gonna make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. I'm not looking at anything in the room. Okay, okay, I need an adjective. Spooky. I need a famous actress. Um, Janet Lee. Janet Lee, famous for oh, wasn't she in uh... Psycho? Psycho, yeah. Ooh, okay. She got 
stabbed a lot. She did get stabbed a lot. Okay, I need an animal. Um, a werewolf. I need a body part. The heart. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. I need a drug. Weed gummies. Four to one ratio. They're called mommy's happy pills. Uh, an occupation. Ghost hunter. A made up word. A bracadabra. That's like abracadabra. <laughs> abracadabra. Uh, a noun. A broomstick. A celebrity. Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. A plural noun. Um, candles. Just, it's like you're over my shoulder. A number. 13. A verb ending in ing. What? That's right. Siphoning. Siphoning. <laughs> like gas? <laughs> a side effect or disease? What do you feel in your heart is the best disease? To have? Yeah, to talk about to have, to watch someone have. I mean, it could be anything from gout to AIDS. You could really pick anything. Um, uh, um, I'm so sorry. No, take your time. Hemorrhoids. Yes, that's a great disease. I mean, that's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. It's very painful. I've I've heard. Uh, type of candy. <laughs> type of candy. Okay. A payday. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, a liquid? Tequila. Yes. <laughs> we'll change that recipe. An adjective? Dramatic. Yes. <laughs> a noun? A little evil laugh. She does have an evil laugh. <laughs> uh, a noun? Witch. A witch. Witch. Ooh, okay. All right, we have a story, my friend. We have a story. Because... We have a story. We have a story. Because of your love of Halloween and all things witches, it is called Witch and Famous. Witch and Famous. I all love right. that. Witch and Famous. The lifestyles of the Witch and Famous. Uh, no, we interrupt this broadcast to bring you spooky news from California. Janet Lee is a witch. She was apprehended leaving Whole Foods with grocery bags filled with werewolf hearts and a baggie labeled Magic Dust. After lab experts examined it, we now know that it is weed gummies. <laughs> Magic dust, you say. Once arrested, she refused to answer any questions without her ghost hunter present. Shortly after, she yelled, Abracadabra, <laughs> turned the lead <laughs> detective into a broomstick. For years, there have been rumors that she dabbled in the dark arts. Weird Al accused her of hexing him during a project. He claimed that the witch had made a pentagram out of candles and said his name 13 times. Since then, he can't stop siphoning and suspects that she gave him hemorrhoids. <laughs> but no one had believed him until today. Neighbors reported several children missing. The police searched her payday-covered Hollywood mansion and discovered several minors on the premises in a hot jacuzzi marinating in tequila. She was released on bond pending trial and has released the following statement. I'll get you my dramatics and your little witch, too. Well done. She looked like the witch from um, uh, Hansel and Gretel. She was. She had a payday-covered house. How did we not suspect her? And children stewing? Come on. Marinating right? in, in a tequila jacuzzi. Right? <laughs> and then they killed that witch for taking care of trespassers. Come on. I mean, we're so mean to witches. Will you tell the the listeners and the viewers where they can find you and what you've got coming up? Uh, November 5th, I will be in Long Beach for the TEDx Talks. Um, 
you can just look up, you know, TEDx Manhattan Beach. Um, I'll be there with a lot of other speakers. I am the only comedian though, which is, yeah, it's rare. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, What's your yeah. website? Where can people follow, follow you online? Um, Debbie Gutierrez, uh, Debbie on the web. Debbie at Debbie on the web. I think that's my guys just google her i'll go ahead and put it under her picture when you're watching this so you'll know how to find her debbie thank you for coming on i always love talking to you i could talk to you all day interview complete tying debbie up and burning her at the stake ha 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 so much is wrong with that goodbye computer lady one debbie is not a witch and two that is not how we treat witches on this show Debbie, thank you so much for coming on again. I love, love, love you. Thanks for coming on the show. Guys, thank you for listening or watching or however you took in the podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe, whatever. Say hi to me online. Website's kristenkey.com. Next time, I'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian. We're going to chit-chat. We'll play five quick questions. We'll do a rad lib, and everybody goes home happy. Until next time. Goodbye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's fun.